Okay, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here again with us. This is Neighbors in Need, and I am Sandy Waters. And in the studio with me, Dr. Nana Duffy from Rochester Regional Health. How are you? I'm good, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me in here today. Absolutely. Thank you for taking time to to come in and to do this free cancer screening program. Is this the very first time that you guys have been doing this? No, we actually had it uh, last year, but it was at a different location. Okay. Um, so we, we changed it to a different venue to accommodate for more more people coming in. And how many people last year showed up? Was that the first year that you did it? Was yes. last year? Yep. Okay. Last year was the first year we had um, somewhere between 50 and 100 people show wow. up for the skin cancer screening. And um, so we can accommodate for a lot more um, at the Lips and Cancer Center this year. Was that surprising to you that you got that many people to show up the first year? Not, or? not really. I think, you know, a lot of times, depending on what city you're living in, there's there's actually a um, often a shortage of dermatologists. So the wait time to get in to see a dermatologist can sometimes be months, two months, three mm-hmm. months. Um, so, you know, when someone's concerned about something on their skin, a mole that's changing, I I think. You know, it's helpful to have events like this where people can get kind of immediate access to board-certified dermatologists. Okay, let's first run through the specifics, and then we can get more into what we should know about skin cancer. Okay, so the um, the event is a free skin cancer screening, and it's on May 11th from 9 to noon, so 9 a.m. to, to noon, and it's at the Lipson Cancer Center at Rochester General Hospital, and the address is 1425 Portland Avenue. There's no appointment necessary. It's kind of first come, first serve. Um, And um, if someone's never had a skin check before, let me just kind of run through what what that is. A full comprehensive skin check means that the dermatologist would examine your skin basically from the head down to the toes, you know, looking through the scalp, looking in the ears, behind the ears, between the toes, you know, basically every, you know, kind of surface of skin from the from the head down to the toes. Um, and patients who are coming in, you know, can, if there is an area that you don't want us to examine, um, that's perfectly fine. You can just mention that when you come. You also don't need to necessarily have a full skin check. If you, if you just want a single spot looked at, that's perfectly fine too. So you would just come in and show the doctor the mole that you're worried about or the growth that you're worried about, and we could certainly just look at one spot. Um, so, Is this why some people don't? Because rec- I assume that you recommend that we go in for routine checkups. I think every adult should have a baseline full skin check. At, at, at some point during their adult life. And then depending then on their risk factors for skin cancer, right? Okay. Their, their skin type, their family history, their previous history of skin cancers, any history of indoor tanning, based on those risk factors, then we could say yes or no, you, you do or don't need to be followed every year thereafter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel like that's one reason why people don't, are not proactive enough because it is kind of uncomfortable when you say, yeah. hey, listen, we're going to comb through your entire body every inch. It's, you know, that's a good point. Um, it's, that's possible. Um, let me, let me just clarify what I, what I mean though. We generally have patients keep their bra and underwear on. 
Um, and you know, in the well, in the situation, it should, I mean, you guys are doing it because this is your profession. But I feel right. like a lot of um, a lot of people shy away from the That's doctor a good point. just because. That's a good point. It's it's definitely a you know um, it can sometimes be an uncomfortable feeling for people. But we 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 try to be really approachable and you know try to make yeah. it as as painless as as possible. Um, um, but again. Underwear generally stay on and women generally keep their bras on. Now, if, if there's some something underneath, you know, the, the underclothing that you want us to look at, we're happy to. But generally those things stay on yeah. and are not. But um, it is so yeah. important, right? You, I mean, you shouldn't use that as your excuse. There really is no excuse. Agreed. Should we be self-screening? Absolutely. A hundred percent. So there's kind of a big campaign from the American Academy of Dermatology um, called um, Got Your Back. So so it's not just that that people should be looking at their own skin at home, but you should actually recruit the help from a partner to look mm. at the places that are hard for you to see, like your back, like the backs of your legs, okay? So, um, so self-skin checks. At, I, I tell my patients at least quarterly, so at least four times a year, if you can... Do your self-skin checks once a month. That's even better. But um, I think four times a year is a good, um, you know, goal to shoot for. But, you know, you you should actually be recruiting the help from a partner at home, you know, to look at your back, look at the backs of your legs, um, just because those are places that are a little bit difficult for you to see unless you're looking um, in a mirror behind you. And even so, you can't really, you can't view things on your back, you know, close up. If you're, if you're looking in a mirror to look at your back, you're really kind of looking at those things from afar. So it's, yeah. it's helpful to have a partner actually, you know, being aware of the moles on your back. You know, so like I, I know every single mole that's on Duffy's back, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can like name them. Okay. Um, and that's, that's kind of a good thing well, to do for your partner. What are we looking for? Okay. The, the main thing that you're looking for when it comes to skin cancer are basically – Lesions that are either asymmetric, meaning they're not a perfect circle. They're kind of okay. jagged or, or you know, they have a different shape on one side than they do the other. Okay. Okay. So, so, so things that are asymmetric. Okay. Um, the borders are impor- important. That goes back to that jagged um, concept. So um, let's say you have a mole that has nice kind of rounded edges. If you compare that with a mole that has fuzzy or jagged edges, that's something that should come to your attention. Okay. The color is important. Generally, um, things that are one solid color are less concerning than things that are two different colors, three different colors, four different shades of brown, for example. Right. Okay. So, so um, moles and growths that are consistent in their coloring, they're, you know, let's say you have a dark brown mole, but it's all one shade of dark brown, okay, versus a mole that is two different shades of brown or three different shades of brown or, you know, brown and some red in there. So, so if you notice a mole that you've never noticed before, but it is consistent and their smooth edges don't be as alarmed? Good question. So it's it's normal to grow new moles up until about the age of 35 and pa- okay. past that age it's it's not that new moles are necessarily dangerous but if, if 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 a person over the age of 35 develops a new mole they should probably bring that to a dermatologist's attention just to make sure 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on with uh, Dr. Nana Duffy from the regional Rochester Regional Health. We're talking about the free skin cancer screenings at the Lipson Cancer Center. And to mark it in your phone again, Saturday, May 11th is the time, 9 to noon. Um, and you can come at any time during that, right, time yes, frame? first come, first served. Okay. When you say it's a free cancer screening, is that another hurdle that you have seen the the health coverage and health insurance? Absolutely. A lot of people these days have high deductible plans. So they're paying out of pocket for their medical care up until the point where they meet a certain deductible. And so a lot of times what what that means is people wait until, you know, something is really, really advanced before they seek care. Okay. Um when it comes to skin cancer, we know that if you can catch it early, the the survival rate is a lot better than if it than if the diagnosis is delayed. So, mm. um, I think that's a great point, Sandy. And um, you know, this might be an opportunity for patients who have these high deductible plans to come and be seen for something that they've been worried about. And you said, okay, it's it's kind of obvious if you have had a lot of sun exposure. That is something that we should be careful of and be more proactive with checking ourselves, right? Let me just give you an example of what that means. So yeah. uh, so if you've had five or more sunburns in your life, your oh. risk for melanoma doubles. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. So previous history of, you know, kind of intense sun exposure, like like actual burns are pretty important in terms of your risk for skin cancer. Wow. And you, we all think back to the days when we were younger and we would just lay out in the sun. And right. if you're an 80s baby, right. we would put oil on right. our skin. I hear that from my patients all the time. Do you cringe <laughs> when you hear that? I mean, it, that you know, that's kind of how it was. There wasn't, you know, as much um, education about the risks of UV rays. So it was, you know, kind of, um, it was normal back then. Unfortunately. So what do you, now that we do have more education, um, and, and we are listening a little bit more and paying attention to what is good and what is safe. There's always, and the nicer weather's getting here, there's always conflicting opinions on mm. sunscreen. Mm. Can you tell us what really is the truth? Sure. Easy peasy. Okay. All that matters is that you choose a sunscreen that's SPF 30 or higher. Okay. That it's broad spectrum, which means that it covers against UVB and UVA rays, both. Most of the time, that's not hard to find. It's actually difficult to find a sunscreen that's not broad spectrum. Okay. So SPF 30 or higher, um, broad spectrum. And if you're going to be playing, um, you know, with the kids outside around water, um, that the sunscreen is water resistant. And that's really all that matters. SPF 30 or higher, broad spectrum, water resistant. And do you need to keep and, reapplying? And 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 you reapply every two hours. Every Correct. two hours. Yeah. Okay. So, so in terms of actually using the sunscreen, you want to reapply every two hours. But in terms of like the actual purchasing of the sunscreen, just make sure that it's SPF 30 or higher, broad spectrum, and that it says it, that it's water resistant. The the more costly ones, does the, the price tag really mean no. quality? And, okay. No. I, I, as, and actually, I think sometimes what happens is if a patient picks a sunscreen that's a little more expensive, they tend not to use as much as they should. And then they're really getting inadequate coverage. So I I honestly tell my patients to get whatever's on sale at the grocery store. Oh, that's a very valid point. Yeah. Because you want to make it You don't want to be stingy about it. Right. (laughs) Spray versus the the ointment? Yeah. 
I'm I'm partial to the sunscreen that you know, kind of the classic sunscreen lotions. Okay. I've seen patients um, you know, run into trouble before with the sprays if it's windy outside or the you know, your, your, your child's kind of running away from you as you're spraying the sunscreen and you don't kind of catch every area. Now, if, you know, if it's the choice between no sunscreen and spray sunscreen, I'll take the spray sunscreens all day, you know, but, um, the, the sprays are kind of, uh, difficult sometimes because you want to make sure that you're getting an even application. And so if, if, you know, your, your child is squirming or there's wind outside, you may not be covering all the areas that you think you are. So, Um, here's a little tip that makes it really easy. And instead of actually spraying the sunscreen on your body or your child's body, you actually want to spray it on your hand and then rub it in like you would a a classic sunscreen lotion. So um, just to make sure you get evenly covered, just spray it on your hand and then rub it on your skin. And do you have to have a thing like, you know, be generous with the amount where they walk away from you and they're white and then <laughs> and then the, it kind of absorbs into the skin that's or? A, that's a good question the 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 opaque quality of a sunscreen you know whether or not it's going to be kind of whitish in color actually mostly depends on the types of sunscreen products that are that are in there okay um so some sunscreens don't look white at all and that's perfectly fine okay. as as long as you're reapplying every 2 hours um yeah okay Okay, wonderful. Um, the free skin cancer screening at the Lipson Cancer Center. We're here with Dr. Nana Duffy from Rochester Regional Health. If you can just run through what we expect that day again, one more sure. time. Sure. So um, free, free skin cancer screenings from 9 to noon. It's first come, first serve. So, um, you know, you don't need to make an appointment. You'll be seen by either a board-certified dermatologist or a a physician assistant in one of our practices. And uh, we're going to be giving away lots of samples. We have, we have, uh, I'm I'm stockpiling sunscreen samples in my office right now. The, 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 the the heap is quite high. So free, um, free educational materials about skin cancer, um, free sunscreen, free skin cancer screening, come in and, you know, either get your whole body checked or, or just ch- get a spot checked. And um, we're excited. Wonderful. And where can we go to find out more information about this and to reach out to you? So you could go on the uh, Rochester Regional Health's website. Um, there's actually going to be some information about it on our Facebook page okay. as well. Let's see. We're also going to be putting flyers up around town at um, some of the, you know, kind of main grocery stores. Um, so between the website and social media, I think people can, yeah. will, will kind of get the word out. And if you have any doubt about any spot on your body, just go. Why not? Yeah, it's, it's really important um, for, like I said, at least every adult to have a baseline screening. One, one of the stats that I wanted to share before we wrap up that I think would be kind of shocking to most people is that there are more skin cancers diagnosed in the United States every year than all other types of cancers combined. Really? Really. Oh, wow. So, um, so you know, skin cancer is actually the number one most wow. common form of cancer in the States. Um, so if one in five adults um, at some point in their lifetime develop skin cancer, most of the time in the context of these screenings, we'll pick up at least a few um you know, skin cancers. And it's crucial to catch it early. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Duffy. Thank you, Sandy.